Hello and welcome. This is Friend Request. I'm your host, Justin Lamb, and this is episode whatever it is. <laughs> this is the Summer Series Personal Journal Edition. And, you know, summer is over. It is August 28th, and this is being released. A happy birthday to a friend of the podcast, Chad Niney, also best friend of mine since we were like 13. Um, that's actually, that's a, that's a good place to start, right? An indicator, an indicator that summer is over. You and I have lots in common. My request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend? You guys have those indicators in your life? I know if you have kids, right? It's like, oh, kids are back in school. Or if you are a kid. <laughs> Um, or fuck it. I mean, if you're a 40 year old adult in college, um, you know, school starts again and it's okay. Summer's over. And that's kind of the, uh, that's the segue, right? That's the, that's the indicator. That is the flashing red light that says five minutes, five minutes until show is over. So it's the flashing red light telling you to get off the stage. I'm eating, sorry, I'm eating a trolley gummy worm. Blue and red. Best flavor out there. But I got to wonder, what are some other indicators? Especially as you're older. Um, as you get older, you're not living your life by school standards. Eating this worm was a bad idea. Uh, like, what, what, what tells you that summer is over? Is the weather, because, you know, depending on the year, depending on the region, the weather, the weather's just a fickle little bitch, isn't it? Um, <laughs> I mean, I, I've had my plans ruined by the weather countless times this summer. This summer specifically, the weather's been um, highly unreliable. And you know what's even more unreliable? The frickin' weather channel. What happened there? They've just like grown increasingly unreliable. And I don't know if that's because the weather's become more erratic or, or what, but I, I just, I have this memory of the weather channel being a reliable source for weather. And lately it's like, oh, I look, oh, it's 10 PM. I'm looking at, you know, 7 AM the next day. Oh, sunny. We're going to get rain, but not till the afternoon. And I wake up and it's dark and it's storming. And no kayaking for me. Like what, what, what happened there? What happened? Drives me crazy. Uh, summer doesn't actually end until sometime in September, right? But this is when we start winding it all down, closing shop, bring the kids inside, kill the, kill the chickens for dinner. You know what they used to say back on the farm. Um, and I think Chad's birthday was always a good indicator Right. Especially, you know, growing up, that was always something we like celebrated. There was a probably get together a party of some sorts um, or, you know, something in that realm, a dinner at the least. And occasionally in my 20s and a little bit in my 30s, he would come home from California or Vegas or wherever he was living. And another indicator, right? It's there this year. Um, I don't know where he's at. He sent me a picture from a Delta Sky Club and I said, where are you? 
and he didn't respond. Uh, so, Chad, where you at, man? Where you at? You even listen to this? Probably not. He's busy. He's doing Kava shit, guys. That's enough about Chad. Uh, I'm just trying to think of other other indicators that like summer's over when you're when you're an adult. I guess like you plan these vacations and stuff. But I think the big thing is is school, right? Because if you're older, you have kids. If you're younger, you are a kid. You're either in school or have little people that are in school. And that's your indicator. I don't think anybody wakes up in October and goes, how come, how come no one's hanging out? Um, <laughs> so I think that's, I think that's the big one is that, that pesky school. And I'm, I mean, I'm no different right now. My summer semester is officially over and my, uh, fall winter I know it's fall my fall semester is starting soon and I'll be taking a capstone class and a group therapy class and I'm excited for that but I'm you know I'm excited I guess I'm just excited for summer to be over work's been a little crazy um school's been crazy my hobbies have gotten completely out of hand completely out of hand. Did you guys know I run an Etsy store and an eBay store and I essentially have a fucking second job doing that? I did this to myself. Um, and I regret it less every time I get money. (laughs) Uh, but generally speaking, it is a time suck that I, uh, that I feel like I didn't sign up for, but I suppose I did. And it's all, I mean, it's, go back go back a few episodes. It's all related to fucking ADHD. So there you go. Stupid old ADHD. Oh, what else is going on closing out this summer? Did you guys like the summer series? I'm going to say no. You know, and this is partially coming from a previous version of myself that was like, I hate myself and I suck. But... Also, um, I mean, I'm sure if I look at the numbers, <laughs> it's definitely lower. Uh, last summer, last year, summer series was like the highest rated the podcast has ever been, um, which was also the hardest I ever worked on the podcast. Correlation or causation. Um, but this, I mean, this year I've I missed two weeks. I really didn't put anything into it. I mean, listen, if you are listening, this is just me. This is just me talking about shit. Not a lot of interest in that. Uh, speaking of podcast ideas and formats, we are going back to the normal format um, next week. Starts season five, which is fucking crazy, right? How many of you listening were getting messages from me in 2019? I was like, hey, I started this podcast. Can I interview you? And I talked like that too, which is really weird. <laughs> But shit, man, starting season five, that's crazy. I got uh, seven interviews already recorded and be continuously reaching out to people. And I'm taking off the taking off the rails. No rules. If there's someone that uh, I've had some people reach out over the last like five years and say, hey, you should interview my friend Timmy. And I don't I'm like, I don't know Timmy. Why would I interview Timmy? Oh, Timmy's got quite a story. Um, I'm going to reach out to those people now, see if they're still up for it. I'm just really going to fill the books. And I think my plan tentatively is to bleed right into summer next year. 
because I, I don't remember the exact date. I might have it up on a spreadsheet in front of me. Scrolling, scrolling. Oh my God, it's over a year away. <laughs> if I keep doing episodes until October of next year, I will hit episode 200. But I will hit 200 episodes total in like a month. That's crazy, right? 200 interviews is what I was talking about for October next year, but I'll be at 200 episodes, 200 podcast episodes. You count the summer series and all that shite in about a month, month and a half. It's crazy. I'm holding this fucking gummy worm and I want to eat it with all of my might. So I'm going to, um, even though that backfired earlier. So I don't know. It's a nice milestone to hit 200 interviews, but I'm going to be at 200 episodes in, you know, six weeks. So isn't that good enough? No, no, it's not. And, uh, then I don't know what I think right now I'm, my plan is to kind of stop, retire, pause the podcast. Not necessarily to stop, pause, retire podcasting. Cause I really like doing this. But friend request itself, I don't know how how I sustain that as a as a licensed therapist. There's some ethical issues, right? Because part of my natural training ability, um, soon to be profession, is just going to come out if I'm interviewing people, right? Like. I'm already kind of like bored with surface responses. Like I want to dig in. I want to dig in. Um, not that like anybody's stories boring, but it's uh, when people give me that resistance and you guys maybe can hear it. I can always hear it. Uh, they're like, oh yeah, you know, blah, 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 age seven, blah, 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 age 17. I'm like, whoa, hey, you skipped 10 years there. Let's talk about that. Um, there's an ethical issue with me doing these interviews and not that no one's told me that, but in my, in my heart and mind and blah, blah, blah. Like I know there's an ethical issue there. Um, it feels like an ethical issue and I don't think anyone's going to like come after me. I don't think the ACA is going to be knocking down my door and be like, we heard your podcast. What the fuck are you doing? Um, but it also, on the flip side, feels a little, I don't know, impostery, fraudulent to keep friend request and just completely change the show and be like, hey guys, still called friend request, but you know, it's not that show anymore. Like, why? Well, who, who's doing that? I don't even think TV shows have gotten away with that. I'm trying to think like an entire change of format. Like, Hey guys, still called friend request. Thanks for, you know, keeping all the subscribers. And now it's going to be about, um, movies in 1982, only movies from 1982. We're going to talk to, uh, John Richardson. No, none of that's going to happen. And it feels mean or fraudulent or, or dumb. Um, now that said, whatever podcasts continue on, uh, whatever podcasts spring up, 
uh, whether that be therapy related podcasts that I start or one of my many other ideas. You want to hear some of them? I'll go into it in a second. Uh, <laughs> ADHD. Um, regardless of what comes up, what ideas, what I produce, I will always use this RSS feed, technical term, um, this podcast channel for all you layman folks uh, to like promote that and be like, hey, you know, just like you, if you ever, if you listen to any podcast, you hear that once in a while, you'll be like, I listen to Smartless, and then you'll have a new episode, and you'll be like, new episode from Smartless, and it'll be like one guy from the show being like, hey, our company's supporting this new podcast. Check this out. Here's the first episode. And you're like, wait, what? I didn't subscribe to this. Um, so rest assured, you're going to get stuff you didn't subscribe to. <laughs> uh, but, you know, whatever. So uh, podcast ideas, though. Can I talk about that for a second? Because I'm super excited about some of these. Um, okay, I'm super excited about one of these. So I was talking to a friend of mine who is also a professor of mine, who is also a therapist. I know those are his identities and also previous podcast guests. Do you guys know who it is now? Um, and I was recommending movies from the year 1999. Now, if any of you have followed along this entire fucking journey and you listen to modern beers and nineties nostalgia back in the day, you guys know that podcast? Oh my God. You want to hear me drunk before I got sober and talk about awesome shit from the nineties? Go check out modern beers and nineties nostalgia. Um, still up, still out there. Proud of that show. A uh, couple embarrassing moments, but nothing like that's too off the rails. And I, 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 I say I'm very hesitant to say anything in absolute terms. That said, I think 1999 may be the best year for film. Now there's some caveats to that. I worked at Blockbuster Video at the time. Um, that could definitely play a role in it. I was 17, 16, 17, 16. Um, and that could also play a role in it. That's like pivotal, developmental. Everything feels, you feel like extra strong about everything. So if you see a movie with any sort of fucking emotional impact at all, it's like, the most emotional impact. So yes, that could have played a role as well. But I urge you to go look at the list of the movies that came out in 1999. I think it will blow your mind. I think it will absolutely blow your mind. Um, obviously the worst in the franchise, but star Wars episode one, the phantom menace um, came out in 1999, which, you know, reignited the franchise, which is, uh, pretty big deal. The Matrix came out in 1999. Um, some really great indie films like Drop Dead Gorgeous and Election, um, Jawbreaker. Oh my God. So many, so many great, 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 great movies came out in 1999. So I wanted to do a podcast where we watch every single one of them. Uh, and every episode is a different movie. And the actual struggle there is what the, what order do you put that in? Do you go like from highest grossing to lowest? Cause I mean, that's a good way to lose listeners <laughs> after the first like 10 episodes. Right. Uh, or do you do it randomly? Do you do it alphabetically? Um, very tricky. And on the note of alphabetically, let's just connect these thoughts. What, how do you guys do the alphabet? That's a funny question. 
I, I don't mean obviously A to Z goes A to Z. Where do you put the numbers? Because everything in my life has always put the numbers first. Numbers go before words. Uh, whether you're sorting files or whatever it looks like, numbers before words. But in your freaking iPhone contacts, if you have an iPhone, it goes words and then numbers. Have you ever programmed like a radio station in um, into your phone, into your address book? It puts it at the bottom. Numbers at the bottom. Letters and then numbers. That I don't like that. That is the opposite of everything else I've ever encountered when it comes to alphabetizing. And I, and I hate it. I digress. Um, but the 1999 movies, I would love to do that. And it's something like, I really want to do it to the point where I might just start doing it. Uh, the problem with that being like, I would have to, I would have to schedule that out. Cause that's, Oh boy, that's a, that's a lot of work. I mean, you're talking minimum hour and a half to watch each movie. Right. And then, you know, 30 to 60 minute episodes probably record for longer. So, cause again, then you got to edit down the editing's the whole thing. Like that is a fucking task. And if it's a weekly episode, we're talking minimum three and a half hours a week. That's a lot. I mean, for me, three and a half hours, like the other person I would, cause I would do it with someone else. It wouldn't just be me. That would be awful. Uh, but I would do it to someone else that's like just as excited or passionate or whatever you want to call it about that same topic. Um, and so they, but they would still have to watch the movie and we could watch it together. But even that, like, hi, are you, are you in your thirties and forties? Is it easy for you to schedule time to hang out with the same person for like two plus hours every single week? That's fuck. That sounds like an impossible task. Like what? So I like the idea, um, but it's, it's a big one. It's a big one. I don't know. Maybe we can start recording now and not release it for another year or so, you know, Oh, we could release it in 2024 for the 25th anniversary of 1999. Oh my God. And then we could do one episode a week for the biggest release of that week or two episodes a week. And it'd be the biggest release. And then like dealer's choice. Cause some of those indie movies were obviously not the biggest release that week. Oh my God. I got to write this down. <laughs> this is a great idea. <laughs> oh no, I'm going to do this. Aren't I? Uh, <laughs> so this is the funny thing. I'll get these ideas and I get them constantly. They, I have ideas for random shit all the time, whether it's songs or building or, uh, writing or books or podcasts or anything. Like I get ideas all the time, food. Um, but then I, my mind almost categorizes them, not categorizes, but like writes those thoughts. Like, um, is this worth pursuing? Like, is this going to move on to the next step? And some, I don't, cause I don't think I consciously do it. I think my mind like literally sorts it out and like, Ding, 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 ding. And if stuff sticks around, then I, then it, oh, then I gotta start working on it. That's what happened. Uh, can I explain a situation like that that just happened? And this, again, go back a few episodes. This is all tied into ADHD. Uh, 
it's really funny, but I, that's, it's been, it's a fun, it's a sure is a fun way to live. You make a lot of cool shit. Um, this happened the other day. So I, I got my buddy, Chris, a keychain for his birthday, which sounds lame, but it's a keychain from an actual Concorde jet, um, from British airways that I got at an estate sale. That was really cool. But I was like, Oh, I enjoy woodworking and I know how to make some basic shit. And I was like, why don't I make like a little wooden box that I can put the keychain in to give it to him? Cause I was like, what am I going to put this keychain in? I don't want to just hand him the keychain. And I was like, Oh, a homemade box. That'd be cool. I got plenty of fucking scrap wood and that I can do that with. And I went out into the garage and anytime I have a woodworking idea, there's a scale of, is the idea good enough to get all the tools out? do the work and then clean all the tools up. And rarely is my idea good enough to fit that box. Like, uh, and I, I mean, you'll see, I cut corners too. So I get out to the garage and I'm looking around and I'm like, Oh, I could do this and then do this. And then I'm thinking about like how to do the joints of the, of the wooden box. And I was like, oh, I don't, then I got to get the router out. And I was like, uh, and then I, th- <laughs> I don't know. I've never explained this out loud. I feel so dumb. Uh, so then I think <laughs> it's, it's such a fucking squirrel saw a shiny object moment. It's so fucking stupid. But so I'm out in the garage. I'm looking at wood specifically for this project that I had this idea. I'm going to build this wooden box. And then I go, <laughs> what if I make a dice tower that looks like a little cabin. I, there was no basis of that thought. I didn't see something. And for those that don't know, a dice tower is like a, it's a, it's, it's literally a tower that you drop a dice in. And so they roll inside the tower and then they come out the bottom and then you can make them, you know, into cool things. And I was like, what if I make one that looks like a cabin, like a little log cabin, you drop the dice in the chimney and it comes out the front door. <laughs> And I immediately abandoned the entire idea of building a little box for Chris's keychain. And I got some other wood that I had and I already had the table saw out and I, I literally immediately started building it. And then I quickly abandoned the idea of how I would join the corners because that would require getting the router out. And I literally, I got it out and I was like, there's no good place to like set this up where cleanup's going to be easy. So I was just, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to glue, I'm going to do it the cheap way where I'm just gluing the corners without any routing or joinery really at all. Um, which is not recommended, not great, but it, uh, I mean, it's fine. It worked out. I have since really gone to town on it. I put, I made a roof, I made shingles. Um, it's really cool. I'll put a picture of it in my, in my, uh, Instagram and my stories, but in my personal account, I don't think anyone is listening to this episode or will know what I'm talking about in the podcast. Uh, account. So go to Justin Lamb Music if you want to see that. In fact, maybe I'll do that today. Well, tomorrow, but today for all you people listening on the day of release, because it would be a social media Monday. The only time I really post anything. That's a, that's a fun thing too. I really have gotten away from social media um, in, in the healthiest of ways. Like I, I will pull it up and just like if I see notifications, cause I do have that 
in the back of my head where like someone's going to comment or ask a question or something. And then if I don't check, then I don't answer them for, you know, weeks and weeks and I feel kind of bad about it. Um, so I look at notifications and then like eh, 70% of the time I just close the app. I might keep it open, check out a couple stories or something, but that's about it. Um, the exception to that of course is when I'm on the treadmill um, if you if you remember from last year's summer series, and I probably mentioned it a couple times, I usually play video games when I'm on the treadmill. I limit myself to only playing video games when I'm on the treadmill. And I have not done that in quite a while. We got new carpet and moving the treadmill to the TV every day was like kind of a pain in the ass. And so I kind of abandoned that and I was looking for something new. And I remembered that when I use TikTok, time just goes by and you don't even know <laughs> which is why I stopped using TikTok so much uh, and now I just I use TikTok when I'm on the treadmill which is kind of perfect right when do you want time to go the quickest when you're fucking exercising and so now it does and I love it and that's my trick so there you go take it with you um, really though if you are if you're if you are exercising because you know it will help you live longer and that's your sole desire like i hate exercise but i know i like i know in my heart i need to do this because i don't do anything else we we sit at desks all day and like just getting a couple miles in on treadmill is is pretty good uh pull up tiktok you'll you'll be 5 miles in and be like oh shit <laughs> It is glorious. Highly recommend. Oh, but yeah, that's, that's all I'm going to ramble today. I think, I think that's a good amount of rambling and, oh, you know what? I have one more ramble. We'll throw in at the end here. You may have noticed I do not have any ads in right now. Um, there's some stories behind that. So little bit of transparency. Wellbeing Brewing has uh, indefinitely stopped, put a pause to, um, their brand ambassador program. So while my discount code, I believe, still works, I've been told, um, which is friend request at wellbeingbrewing.com, uh, they are no longer doing like a brand ambassador program. So I don't know if I get any sort of credit for that, but I mean, if you want to get a discount on beer by all fucking means, go get a discount on beer. Um, I'm going to continue to use it myself and yeah, no brand ambassador program. Um, Bravis is still out there. I just don't do ads for them cause they, I don't believe ship to Michigan anymore, which is where I live, which is kind of a, you know, pain in the ass. And I think a good chunk of listeners are probably from Michigan and I don't know if I want to give everybody a discount code for a website that won't ship to them, right? What the hell's the point there? But you can do the same thing there. Friend request at bravis.com. Um, if you want to check out their beers and you live somewhere in the country, they will ship to, which is most places. Um, and then I, I mean, I have my Patreon and God bless you. If you are a Patreon supporter, I don't do much on there at all. And I'm sorry for that. Um, I know it's only a dollar, but I still feel guilty. Uh, but thank you for your continued support there. Um, it's just been like a summer with other things going on in the podcast, especially because I'm not interviewing people. So that's not like a priority. 
the podcast hasn't been a priority and, uh, in any way. Right. And, and the ads, uh, are just not there right now. Cause why, 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 why am I going to put an ad other than to break up the monotony of me yammering on, um, do I have other ads? Oh, better help is always there. I like better help. I mean, I like that I partner with them. I've never used them, but I, I have created an account and applied for financial assistance to make sure that that is, uh, something that works because I want to make sure if I'm promoting them that I know all the situations and they really will work with you. You can like put in an income. And then if you're still like, yeah, it's going to be too much still, they'll work with you, which is really cool. So if that is an option that you are entertaining or you need someone to talk to, but don't know where to start, or you want to just do telehealth where you don't have to like worry about going to an office or anything like that. Um, it's a great option, I think. Yeah. And on the note of the non-alcoholic breweries, I think we have reached a plateau. Um, you know, I was thinking about this and I think there's, there's not enough local support for non-alcoholic breweries in the way that regular craft breweries exist, right? Like if you're just a non-alcoholic brewery in Detroit, you're not getting enough customers coming into your brewery just to have your beer to support you like distributing nationally and expanding and all of that stuff. Um, it's a smaller customer base, obviously should be larger. People have drinking problems, but it is a smaller customer base. So a lot of those breweries get a lot of their business from distribution and distribution can be expensive. And depending on your overhead and how you're uh, doing your operations, I mean, it doesn't support the same demand as, as craft breweries, um, the non-alcoholic ones. So I think we kind of reached a plateau and oversaturation and you're starting to see some people go away. And we saw that recently this month with two roots brewing. Um, I mean, they moved their operations from California to Michigan. They purchased Rochester mills, which is an alcoholic beer that you might be familiar with. They purchased their production facility. They kept their distribution going. Uh, they had a little tap room. It was great because it was local for me. They had five non-alcoholic beers on tap. Um, and then two roots just ran all their distribution out of that facility, as well as Rochester Mills distribution out of that facility. And they recently shut down. I don't know what, what the impetus was. I don't know if it was a money thing. I don't know if it was, uh, they were just like, don't want this business. I don't know if someone offered them a bunch of money for the building. Like, I don't know. I don't know the specifics of what happened there, but it was kind of out of nowhere and a little crazy because Rochester Mills has been around for a while, though I suspected their sales were down as well. Um, and then two roots, it's a non-alcoholic brewery, you know? So there's only, there's only so much and these costs, like there's the margins not there. It's just not, that's not a market that's going to support an oversaturation of new producers. And so I think we've kind of reached that point 
So if there's beers out there that you want to try, I mean, order them now, those NA beers. Obviously, like companies like Athletic that keep expanding and uh, they're in every, you know, you can go to your Targets and Meyer and Athletic is there. So you can always do that. They're not going anywhere. But some of the other breweries might not be around. So get it while you can. Just a little word of advice. Okay, now I'm done. Um, yeah, summer has been fun. Thank you guys for listening. This I know this is like it's been an intensely personal journal series. Um, covered a lot of stuff, and I'm I'm glad that we did. So if you were here and you were listening, awesome. Thank you for being here. And uh, otherwise, I don't know. Fuck you. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, season five starts next week. Very excited. I already, oh, the people I've talked to already, I'm, I'm super pumped for you guys to hear. We've got a couple returning guests already this season. Um, or at least one, maybe two. And, uh, just really, really pumped, really pumped for you guys to hear these people, um, and hear their stories because that's what the show's all about. So on that note, Summer is over. I'll talk to you next week. All right. Take care. Bye-bye. You and I have lots in common. My request is sent. Would you like to be my friend? Would you like to be my friend?